Hello and welcome to the Flying Frisbee podcast with me, Dominic Frisbee. Thank you very much for listening to this show, for subscribing to my Substack. We have great, uh, we, I have great plans in store uh, for this coming year. Lots more media, multimedia interviews, that kind of thing. But today's piece is called Revisiting My Predictions for 2022 on the benefits of hindsight. (laughs) So later this week, I'll be posting my predictions for 2023. But first, we revisit those of 2022 to see how I got on. And this is more an exercise in entertainment than anything else, because in case you needed reminding, risk management changes and so do forecasts as events unfold, as one Mr. Keynes once said, or Mr. Keynes, I should say, when the facts change, I change my mind. What do you do? So when you leap back a year and there's stuff that's wildly out and I have egg on my face because, for example, a certain man ordered the invasion of a certain country and that threw things off, rather, by all means chortle at my expense, but don't think I didn't revise my opinions. Right, that's the excuses over and done with. A reminder of the rules, I get two points for a direct hit, one point for close but not a bullseye, zero points for a miss and minus one for a howler. There were 14 predictions and the first was a humdinger of a howler. My view was that because of the scalability of tech, the Nasdaq would continue its relentless march higher and we would see 19,000. The opposite happened. Tech gave back all its post-Covid gains, minus one. Prediction two was that oil, Brent, which began the year at $77, would revisit $100. We hit that target in March and some, two points. Prediction three was that the US dollar would start weak with support at 95 and later go higher. Longer term, I said the dollar looks like it can go a lot higher. Support did prove to be 95 uh, and it went a lot higher, two points. Prediction four was that gold, which began the year at 1825, would go north of $2,000. It went to $2,080 and then it went down. Two points. Prediction five, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> was for the S&P 500 to go to 5000 Wrong. Bear market. Minus one. Prediction six was for the crypto market cap to go above $3 trillion. The year started quite well. But no, minus one. Prediction seven was that two other nations would follow El Salvador's lead and adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. Just the one did, the Central African Republic back in April. Zero points. Prediction eight was that copper goes above $5 a pound. It did for one day in March. Technically, it's a two-pointer, but I'm only going to give myself one because it had such a horrible bear market later in the year. Prediction nine was for house prices to continue their inexorable march higher. Amazingly, house prices have marched higher. Average UK house prices increased by 12.6% over the year to October 22, says the ONS. That will come down as the data for the last part of the year comes down. So I'll give myself a point, but not two. The backdrop for houses, house prices is looking shakier than it's looked in a long time. Really, I should give myself two, but I'm... I don't know. It's best if I'm uh, cruel with myself. 
Prediction 10 was that the pound would get to €1.24. It didn't. €1.21 was the high and it ended the year lower than when it started. Zero points. Prediction 11 was that silver would disappoint, as always, and can't get above $30. You can always depend on silver. It disappointed, as always. $27 or just nigh was the high. Two points. And so to prediction 12, which was that, to everyone's surprise... Boris would still be Prime Minister. We've had two since then. Prime Ministers are like buses. Uh-uh. Prediction 13, where your Brucey bonus sports prediction was that Manchester City would win the league and that Watford, Norwich and Burnley would all go down. A bullseye, sir. This year's table will be much harder to get right. And finally, my prediction 14, based on my own instincts, not data or science, was that peak COVID has now passed and that something akin to free movement can slowly return. It looks obvious now, it wasn't then. I lost Christmas last year to COVID. And so to the score, maximum possible would be 28, minimum minus 8, both so extremely unlikely as to be impossible. I got a middle of the road, deeply mediocre 11. I suppose you could say it was 13, but anyway, could do better as my school teachers so often noted. Happy New Year, everyone. Have you hope you have a great 2023 and that prosperity makes a welcome return to our portfolios. And make your number one resolution for 2023 to listen to Kisses on a Postcard. If you're interested in protecting your wealth in these extraordinary times, then be sure to own some gold bullion. My current recommended bullion dealer in the UK is the Pure Gold Company. Um, whether you are taking delivery or storing online, premiums are low, quality of service is high. You can deal with a human being. And I have an affiliation deal with them. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, have a great 2022 and cheerio.